Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Dina, and this is Badass Books and Booze, Episode 6, and we were supposed to have a guest on tonight, but he has small children, and so they gave him cooties. <laughs> um, so he sent me a message today and said that he had lost his voice, and he was very sick. So I told him, no problem, we will continue on without him, because we are truly drunken professionals. <laughs> right, and um, this is actually mine and Tiffany's birthday week. Our birthdays are two days apart and twelve years, because I'm old and she's not. <laughs> so Tiffany has been drinking margaritas for about the last three hours, and I just got started on my martini, my and filthy fucking Tina's martini. Wearing a crown. Yes. I'm wearing a crown. And I'm wearing a party hat. And Laura, who has stepped in as our guest, because, you know. Hello. We put all kinds of people on the spot for no apparent reason. Sorry. <laughs> this is a really good. I've eaten a whole jar of olives. <laughs> Ooh, I have some olives in the fridge. So, and then this is a normal martini. This is my martini. Nice. Because, you know, I got that hollow leg, and I don't want to remember tomorrow. Oh, my God. Look at what my husband is giving me. He's giving me a shot of fireball. So, salut. Salut. <laughs> All right. My eyes are hanging. So, anywho... So, How are Laura has written a book, and she was going to, she was deciding whether or not she wanted to query it or actually self-publish. Um, I think Tiffany and I kind of took the choice out of her hands and um, put her on the spot. With having her on the show tonight, sorry, I didn't <laughs> know that was your plan. <laughs> yeah, so, fun times. <laughs> so, what... What genre is your book? Uh, it is adult fantasy. Uh, it's more on the longs of line. What I've been told from people, it is a cross between a mixture of magic and the Game of Thrones. That's what the best description of it. Did you yeah. make your own world? or? 
It's a completely different world. It's a fantasy world, and it's called Lauren. Um, and that's L-O-R-E-N. And basically, we have a world that is at odds, and there's been a long-standing war between two countries. Um, and our main character comes from one side, and she, um, you know, basically is the character who defies the norm. Um, and so, basically, what ends up happening is no one expected her to <laughs> to do what she did um, in her world and in her land. Uh, she would be considered almost like a princess. Um, her father is high-ranking, and um, instead of going with nobles and doing all the the gentry and things of that sort, she went and opposed and decided that she wanted to be a warrior, just like the rest of them. Uh, the difference is between her and everybody else is that she um, has the ability of to of the elements, and so she has air, and uh, as well as fire. And so, because she has two, she is in the position where she could possibly be a leader. But there's always there's always another person who could also be the leader as well. But like in all honesty, when Laura first sent me her, first of all, she sent me the synopsis of the book, and I, who I used to be a big fantasy reader, and I stopped reading it um, because to me it just felt like it was the same thing just over and over and over again. Um, I I absolutely fell in love with it. I had so much fun editing the first chapter. Um, I'm kind of irritated because I want more than the first damn chapter. <laughs> yeah, she's mad that a couple bloggers have read uh, a big portion of it, and they're asking, that was the whole reason why I was up in arms as to whether or not I should query or if I should self-publish. Um, the bloggers that read it, as well as a few close friends, um, they all basically told me that it's so good that I should query it. Um, and, and these are people that are the critical bloggers, the ones that most authors are afraid of. <laughs> so, right. And so, um, and that's usually who I would kind of go for because I rather get the most critical people that I can find that will rip it apart. So even though I'll probably cry later on, until, you know, holding my pillow, but still, <laughs> it's better to know from the beginning if it was good or not, and then fix it, rather uh, than someone just blowing smoke up your ass about it. Exactly. So um, when I showed them the book, and it was. Surprising, I guess, even now, where it was like the idea of going to an agent never crossed my mind. Like, never. I didn't think it was going to be even remotely that good, but the excitement from them, <laughs> I was like, well, maybe it is good. <laughs> Who knows? So that's basically now. Got to push it forward. <laughs> well, there's nothing that says just because you've been on this that you have to self-publish. Uh, you know, it's, but the thing is, if you self-publish, you have a tighter timeline. You know, you've got more control over when it's published. And exactly. if you go with an agent, you got to go through the whole process, and then, you know, yeah. I mean, the idea of going and querying um, is it is you know overwhelming. It is intimidating. Um, well, and I've seen I've seen conflicting um, 
arguments for self-publishing and then querying and going with an agent or starting out with an agent and going on from there and screwing self-publishing. And quite honestly, I mean, I've we've all seen indie authors query their previously self-published books and make it into the big five. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, there's nothing to say that you can't query it later on. Yeah, and my hope, I mean, honestly, my hope is that I didn't want to go into the genre that is so popular at the moment, which is romance. Uh, romance has an overabundance of awesome writers. Um, some there are not, you know, and, but it's just okay. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was just so much. And honestly, I had some wicked dreams, and I thought this actually came from a dream, the storyline, and I put it on paper. And because it was so wicked, it actually worked. So, <laughs> so right. you know, I mean, sometimes our greatest, you know, our weirdest dreams, and my husband can attest to it, I had some crazy dreams. And Yeah, you do, little miss. And they're very detailed. zombies the other night. <laughs> I did. I did have a dream about zombies the other day. Maybe it might be another book. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I have dreams about shit blowing up and people chasing me with wish. I, I guess you know it was funny because I had a I went to a spiritual counselor once and that person told me that some souls travel to different realms and that what we see in our dreams if they're very vivid, they actually are possible memories from these different realms. Who knows? Maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what the whole story came to be. So. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, do you think it's it's going to develop into a series, or do you think it's going to develop into a series? I already uh, plotted out basically four books out of it. Um, I think it's even able to go even further um, as a spinoff series, uh, just because the characters I'm introducing in there will have be able to have their own storylines. So, All right. I can honestly say from what I've seen of it, um, what I've edited, um, and based on Laura's past work that she's done, this is one of the best things that she's ever put out there. Honestly, this is one of the best fantasy books that I've seen in a long time. It's it's different. It is gripping. It is, I mean, from the word go, you are like, you're pumping, you're moving, you're like, you're connecting with the character you're, you know, you're, you're feeling everything that she's feeling, and Laura does a really, really good job of doing that for the reader. And that was the biggest goal for me was that I wanted the reader immediately to fall into place, to really get into the motion, um, to feel like they were running as well, <laughs> you know. And it was something that I really wanted the readers to kind of get in there and feel that and um, I was able to bring on descriptions to kinda pull it in and I think the biggest compliment that I got was um, it felt like they were reading a movie that's something that somebody told me and like they really felt like they were in there when it was happening and as any author um, that is something that you know we aspire to to basically bring the reader into this world especially when you write fantasy because Something so out of the norm of our reality um, is basically our goal as fantasy writers. So it was always fun. <laughs> well, okay, that that brings to a question: Have you thought about 
writing a screenplay? I have. I actually went to school uh, for film and video production. And um, so I started my world um, about 18 years ago doing graphic design. And I ended up going to college doing video production and film. And um, as I was there, one of my professors told me I should stick to writing. <laughs> so because my screen, my uh, we had a project. It was a very simple project. They gave us 21 phrases. And um, in this phrase, I in everybody made it into, because I mean, it was silly phrases. It was nothing that you could ever take in a serious note, you know, like, hand me that banana, you know, and you had to write a script just using these 21 phrases. Um, that said, instead of saying, hand me that banana, I said, hand me that banana, and made it into a last name to a detective, and I made it into a whole, you know, with a, a murderer, and I used all these phrases, and it worked, and my, my uh, professor was just like, yeah, you need to stick to writing. <laughs> I was like, really? He's like, no one in my years of doing this project has ever done that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so it worked. What did you write before that, though? Uh, I did write as a pseudonym, uh, Romantic Suspense, and I actually recently took that down. Um, I'm will. It was supposed to be published with Book Trope Publishing, and um, they since then have gone out of business, so I just took it down completely, and I'm going to probably release that in the future um, and get re-edited, but add a couple more books to it. But for now, I'm just going to stick to the fantasy, because it's what I'm really good at. And um, But I do have a lot of projects and that I are not fantasy. Um, one of them is uh, a romantic, uh, romantic comedy books. Um, I have a couple of them already set it up, and I have also a dark romance book coming out. In the future. Well, future. <laughs> Dark romance seems to be, well, I don't know. <clears throat> what do you consider dark romance? <coughs> well, dark romance, it kind of falls along the lines of, it just really depends on the character. For me, um, dark romance, in my as aspect of this character, she's going through a very dark time. Um, it's called Finding Irish, and her... Basically, what's happening with that is she is in an abusive relationship and um, mentally abusive, and there comes a moment where a clarity where she just wants out. And in a desperation, she goes and basically tries to prove a point and accidentally tries to kill herself, like to prove a point to the abusive person, um, thus leaving into a role of basically this woman um, doing her path of self-discovery and finding romance in another person, but who can look through her darkness. So. Yawn again, Tiffany. Huh? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too many margaritas. Rocket <laughs> mess. So, and then, I mean, like I said... It's I, my I birthday! Know. What can I say? It's yes, it is Tiffany's birthday. So, well, I had Red Velvet Cupcakes. We Bossy Baby bought me Red Velvet Cupcakes. And um, check this shit out. This is like fucking addictive as shit. Okay, this is called Kinetic Sand. Oh, my God, you got Kinetic Sand? <laughs> Did 
this shit is so fucking cool. <laughs> I just sit and I just sit and do this. What? Is like, it's addictive as shit. I'll just sit. It's soothing. It's like sand, <laughs> but it sticks together. It doesn't go everywhere. <laughs> that's what that's what wee bossy baby got me. And then I and got. It doesn't stick to your fingers. It doesn't stick to your fingers or anything, and it's really cool. And you can make it like you know, pack it, or on it. Do you see what it looks like? It looks like poo, right? <laughs> it's like so bismol pink. <laughs> it's just it's unicorn poop. Right? There is. <laughs> There's no stars in it, though. So anyway, I mean, it, it's glitter. It, it, I need to put some glitter in it, right? So, and then I got a card in the mail from her yesterday. She sent it to me, even though she was here. <laughs> she, she mailed me a card. That's sweet. And it was so cute. So uh, she had spent, you know, like a week with her nana, and then, you know, she has a standing engagement, is what she says. She has a standing engagement every Friday to spend the night with her cousin, who's like Alex's age, you know, she's like, her cousin's like 20, 21, and, but she loves her, and, you know, she like, she bought her a pool, and then, you know, she bought her a, a D, a, isn't it a DS? And then yeah. DS, she got her that for Easter. You know, she did like a hundred eggs. Or she died a hundred eggs, and or no, she didn't die any eggs. She got a hundred of the plastic eggs and stuffed them with candy and money, and that was Easter. And I was like, fucking insane. So, but anyway, and then um, my mother made me sausage shit, which it's. Ugly as shit. It really is. It's an ugly looking dish, but it's cabbage and Italian sausage and breakfast sausage and onions and rotel and cheese, and it's layered and it looks ugly, but oh my god, it is the most delicious thing. I will eat it until I'm physically sick. I mean, just so <laughs> full that I'm just like, oh. And, well, my breakfast um, next month, so just saying. And homemade peach cobbler. Oh. Uh, that was my birthday. I had a peach cobbler a few weeks ago that had, it was peach, raspberry, and blackberry. Now, oh, see, wow. now, I would do the raspberry and the blackberry, but I, I don't think I'd do them all together. Oh, my God, it was delicious. I, like, I looked at it, and I was like, I don't know, but I'll try it, and it was delicious. I would rather have blackberry cobbler than probably anything other than red velvet cake. I love blackberry cobbler. But see, I've I've had red velvet cake every year for my birthday for thirty years. <laughs> this, is the, this is the first time that I didn't have birthday cake. Uh, I haven't had a birthday cake in a long time. I, I usually know. because my daughter's five. My daughter's birthday is five days before mine, so it's like <laughs> her birthday's gone. Like as soon as I gave birth to her, it was gone, and I never celebrated my birthday. <laughs> Again. <laughs> it's just like, here she is, 12 years old, and gonna be 12, and it's like 12 years of no birthdays, like no parties, no, like, nothing special for me. It's like, she took my crown, and it was it. I was done. 
she's just like she came into the world and took over. And uh, so yeah, mom and dad are like, oh well, here's some money, have fun, do whatever you want. And I'm like, where's the surprise parties? <laughs> and like, what? Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, but it is what it is. Motherhood. What can you do? <laughs> No, man, we always have a, well, it's like two years ago, we had this huge fucking pool party for my birthday, you know, with lots of alcohol. Go figure. <laughs> like, your birthday isn't, like, next to your child's birthday. It's like, all your money goes to your child's birthday, so by the time it's your birthday, you're, like, broke, so you really can't do anything. So. Well, I, the way I look at it is I was pregnant during all three of their, or, I was pregnant during my birthday with all three of them. So I did not get to fucking celebrate. So they have to pay for it. Yeah, it was... It was <laughs> One second. I'm going to put you on mute. Go ahead. So, but yeah. So, and now... I'll tell you this, though. I wish that I, I would have known. When you write a fantasy book, let me tell you. The things that you have to really understand... Like, you have to, especially, like, this is not the Middle Ages, because it's a fantasy world, but it's similar to the Middle Ages. So there are things that you have to research about bathing habits and things that you wouldn't normally know. And it's just, it's so surreal, because, like, the, the research that I had to do for this book was endless. It, it took longer to really research. And then not only that, but to bring up... Um, words and differences between our world and theirs and then also to know like you know it isn't as advanced as our world um so it's just I wish I would have known that and then I had to write a, I made a map too and for this world and that was a whole other spiel <laughs> so it's just it's so much harder that I, I didn't expect that <laughs> all I know is this will be the last time I write another world and everything else will be in our world <laughs> So, uh, well, didn't you say um, that this one is going to have more books to it? And it you don't is. You have to build a new world. You've already got your world. Exactly. Built. And then the, But the way it is also is that um, there are 12 realms. And so because there is 12 realms in this world, um, we have the ability to do spinoffs because of these different 12 realms. Um, one of the characters will be able um, is is from our, what we would call our world, but from the past. Um, and so that's basically what it comes down to. So they, the 12 realms will have the ability to do spin off some of those. So, which is pretty cool. 12 realms, and you can do spin offs of them? Yeah, basically, there's characters eventually <laughs> in the future, there will be characters introduced to the series. Um, that come from different realms. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, all right, Tiffany Hooker, take off, take us off mute. She's talking to somebody. Worthless as tits on a boar hog. Look at her. Look she's at just her. over there laughing. She's laughing at herself. She don't even, we don't even know who she's talking to. She's all. <laughs> she's all. I'm ignoring you, bitches. Y'all are fucking nothing. Whatever. <sighs> <laughs> She's like, Hooker! Blame it on alcohol. <laughs> so, but yeah. 
So that's basically it. And um, fortunately, I have an awesome team who's helped me through the whole process of this book. Um, I've used our Beyond App team. Uh, I did my cover, which took me forever, just saying. Doing your own book cover is the hardest thing I've ever did. Because and then doing my own website was really hard too. Yeah, but that's but you a whole story. You know, you know the content, you know the story, you know the feel you're trying to to convey. Well, you know so you're not trying to guess is, at someone's. The thing that was hard was because you're being the writer and you are artistic. What the issue becomes is like you know the story so well, and as a designer, it's like. I can't go and just buy any girl that looks similar to my character. It's like, I know what my character looks like. <laughs> it's just, that is not my character. And I ended up actually buying several pictures on stock photos. And I was able to create a whole girl using pieces of different pictures and making a whole girl. So I Frankensteined her. But it worked. <laughs> Sorry, I was throwing shit at zero. I kind of figured. So. Yeah, I kind of figured. You're hitting the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so, I mean, like I said, it's, uh, it's a little bit di more difficult when it comes to that type of thing, um, when it comes to writing fantasy. I think that's the... And then the other problem is, when it comes to marketing for fantasy, it's finding bloggers who are into adult fantasy. That's a hard one now. To find <laughs> events, I hate that. yeah, it's very difficult to find events um, that are geared towards that. So um, hopefully, maybe in the future, Tiffany will help me make an event. I'm back. Yeah, no, I'm saying. I heard you stop by for me a birthday present. Is it alcohol? It says coffee before talkie. Right. And it has, look, it has little coffee beans in the bottom of it. Aww. Have you? So, yeah. That's so sweet. But, yeah, so, um, as I was saying, um, hopefully okay. Tiffany will be able to go and help me make an event for all these fantasy writers and things like that. Well, you do, do another mashup type <laughs> event, you know. I mean, yeah. The problem with mashups, honestly, is that it is inundated. It's all genres, and yeah, I understand. But the problem is, it's inundated with romance, and that's the biggest problem. Is that when you don't write romance, there's really no point in cross promoting with any of these authors because the majority of the people are there are romance. How is you know? And so you kind of just like. You're out of the woodwork. I mean, the biggest the biggest thing for an author to do these signings is to cross promote as well as network and work with other authors and learn from them. And how can you learn from a romance author <coughs> writing a different genre that doesn't apply? The same avenues that they're using doesn't work for somebody who's writing fantasy. So that was that's my biggest thing. Is like you know, I mean, can, well, I think that. The readers, readers, yeah, you've got some readers that all they read is romance. And then you've got some that they branch off and they read everything they can get oh, their yeah. hands on. It doesn't matter I, what it is. I read, absolutely. Unfortunately, but, most of what I edit is romance, but like if I can get a hold of something that's different than romance, I'm all over it. 
Yeah, I mean, and then the thing is also is, um, you know, again, coming in from uh, the fantasy side, and since I am an avid reader of fantasy books and paranormal and any anything that has to go bumping, and I am totally in it, um, for me, romance has kind of fizzled out for me just because it's always repeating itself. It doesn't feel like I haven't read anything fresh and new. Um, in a while, and so... Well, with romance, you have boy meets girl, boy and girl fall in love, boy and girl have conflict, boy and girl break up, boy and girl get back together, end of story, happily ever after. Yeah, pretty much. Not in my world. <laughs> so with that said, good night, everyone. <laughs> but then we all know what, what I think of romance anyway, what... The the comment on that other show with um, when it Susanna Linton when she's like, yeah. well, it was a, a wedding or a funeral. I was like, same difference. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and at the end of the day, though, like I was saying, is um, as a reader, I you know, I love, I do love reading a good romance, especially like if it's a happy-go-lucky one. The best one that I read recently was Wedding Pearls by Carolyn Brown. That sh that shit had me laughing. I was like in the middle of the night in sleep. Frankie's dead asleep, and I'm like, not <laughs> 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 in the middle of the night, and he's just like looks at me, gives me the side eye, and I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kathleen Brooks is another one who does that for me. Like she had this bluegrass series that had me, you know, take to to the bottom of my toes. That was that funny. So I love those. Anywho. That's, that. wow. <laughs> That's Janet Ivanovich for me. I mean, her shit. Yes, I love Janet Ivanovich. Yeah, that's the sign of a good book if it makes you laugh. I mean, yeah, you know, like, I'll cry at anything. You know, yeah, there's the big fucking secret. I'm a big fucking wine bag tit monster, you know. It's like I fucking cry over a fucking commercial. So, sorry, yeah. that's just the way it is. But. Yeah. But something that's going to make me fucking laugh while I'm reading it, that's excellent. That doesn't happen a whole, whole lot. For me, that was Wedding Pearls. Wedding Pearls literally had me laughing, crying, choked up, emotional. It had me going through the motions, and I was just like, this bitch. Right? <laughs> and I was just like, and you know, and it was like one of those things that was on Kindle Unlimited and kind of picked it up. So, right. thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to end this show, and uh, then we will continue talking on Badass Pub. You know, the show that's like talking about books in a bar without the cheesy pickup lines. Sounds like plan, Sam. So, all right. Peace out, people. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you Again. for showing up and. Covering our asses. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.